there is already enough in the world that is stacked against many people. Those are real tangible obstacles to navigate through. You don't also need the stories, the judgments, the limiting belief, the subconscious strategies that actually don't serve you. What is revealed through looking at what you judge, who you judge, and why. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about how judgment and envy can support us in making our impossible visions a reality. The first thing that I want to talk about is judgment. If you are human, you judge. You judge other people, you judge situations. It is in our nature to make judgments and assessments about other people and things. This is how we make sense of life. This is how we make sense of especially new and different experiences, we compare them to the known and familiar. What we think is right and wrong, our values, our way of being in the world, our own perception model, and we make judgments so that we can categorize things effectively, so that we can know if things are safe or unsafe, right for us or wrong for us, all of these different things that we do as humans. Judgment can be a hindrance to us bringing our big impossible desires to life, Because if you are specifically judging the full expression, the fullest expression of someone else, how they show up in the world, who they are, how they contribute, the way that they live their life, what it means for them to be fully aligned, to show up fully expressed as the person they're here to be, you are by the very nature of that judgment saying that there is a right and wrong way to be. There is a fixed way that things should or shouldn't be. This inherently limits you. So if we're looking at other people and we're saying, wow, I can't believe that they dress that way. I can't believe that they would dye their hair that color. I can't believe they talk that way. I would never show up to this type of event looking like that, speaking like that, being like that. Wow. The way they run their business, the things that they offer, that's just weird. That's just questionable. You're both revealing to yourself and to everyone else what you believe is right and wrong, where the line is for full expression of self, the right way things should and shouldn't be. This means that you are living within a very limited paradigm, a very limited worldview that is informing how you show up. Now, it's okay to not like certain people and things, to not like certain styles, to not resonate with somebody's style of teaching or their body of work. You can look at their life and say, that's not for me. I would never want to live in a camper like Stephanie is doing. That's different. That is being able to name for yourself what's resonant and what's not. There are certainly coaches, authors, performers, musicians who create things, who show up in such a way that doesn't resonate for me. It's not my jam. It's not my style. It's not how I want to live my life. It's not the type of music that I want to listen to. But that's not me saying, ew, that's gross. That's weird. I can't believe that this person with their voice like that would dare to make music, especially that kind of music. When we judge the fullest expression of someone else, we are revealing our own limitations. And again, maybe it's not that, like, it's not always, some people will tell you if you're like judging someone else, ooh, that's a way that you feel like you can't claim and own and show up in for yourself. Sometimes that's true. 
sometimes in looking at someone else's fullest expression, we are bothered and grossed out and uncomfortable because we can't claim that for ourselves. We can't claim that we want to chop our hair off and dye it purple. We can't claim that I, I don't want this big, nice house that I worked so hard for. I actually want to live in a van down by the river. Whatever it might be, I, I can't claim that I really want to sing. I really want to use my voice in that way, but I don't sound the way I think I should. So sometimes it reveals to us where there's something that we've repressed in ourselves. There's something about them that is so upsetting and unsettling to us because we can't claim it for ourselves because we have existed in a world and a way of being that says that that is not okay. That is unacceptable. That's wrong. That's weird. That's bad, whatever it might be. So sometimes there's a resentment and a judgment that reveals like, hmm, I actually want to have a wackier style. I want to be more colorful. I want to be more flamboyant. I want to be louder. I want to take up more space. I want to not filter myself. And I want to swear every time I put a sentence out into the world. And sometimes it's not that what they're doing is what we want for ourselves, but we are limiting what's possible for us through our judgments of how others should be limited, restricted, restrained, dialed down, more palatable. So it's not always that you dislike somebody's style because you aren't allowing yourself to have that same style. You're not allowing yourself to show up in that, some, that same way. Sometimes, yes, only you can discern that. That's why this deep level of self-awareness, this ability to discern what's right and true and aligned for us is so, so important. We can't do that if we don't have a relationship with ourself, with our truest self. If we haven't done the deeper work to uncover the person that we're here to be in this life, the person that we're drawn to be, we're called to be. And if we're not able to look at our own internal subconscious programming, our own belief systems, some of which have been formed as a result, most of which, of other people telling us what's right and wrong, what's acceptable and unacceptable. So we have to be able to tune into ourselves. And to get honest with ourselves, we just talked about self-awareness on the show. I will link to that episode in the show notes. You have to have a certain level of self-awareness to be able to discern for yourself. Is it that I really wish I could be as expressed as that person in that particular way? Or is it that I am simply bumping up against my own limitations, my own internal belief system that says the way that I'm showing up now is the right, correct way? to show up. So a lot of the times, this will give us a starting point to look at what confines have we trapped ourselves inside of. So you look at another person and you feel safe to judge them because there's something about your way of being, the way that you show up in the world, that is good, right, the way it should be, accept acceptable. What is that? What box have you put yourself in? Because that's what you picked up from the world, from society, from marketing, from other people, from your family, from past partners, from your friend circle, from all of the systems that we have to navigate and go through in this life. Where did that come from? And what is it that you believe is right, 
or better about you compared to the person that you judge. And again, this doesn't mean that we have to resonate with every other person and everything that they're doing. Some of what other people are doing might go against our personal values. That does not make them wrong, but that means we don't resonate with that. That's not for us. That's not aligned for us. It's not right and true for us. It doesn't make them wrong and bad. It's just not right and true for us. It doesn't fit with our belief system. And have we done the work to really understand, is this my belief system? Is this a value that really serves me, my purpose, the life I'm here to live? Or is it just hammered into me through a family system, a religious system, a cultural system, a societal system? We have to be able to discern these things. It takes a great deal of self-awareness. If we're deep in our winning strategy, this is very difficult because the winning strategy, the subconscious winning strategy, inherently communicates that there is a fixed way that things should and should not be. There is a right and there is a wrong. There are only certain ways of doing and being and showing up and engaging with life that produce safety, security, love, and success, belonging. And we're doing those. And we've produced a certain level of those things in our life. So it's very hard for us to question that there is another way of being. There is another way to exist in life and still achieve love, security, safety, success, belonging. So our subconscious winning strategy can make this work very difficult of seeing that we're existing inside a very limited worldview, a very limited belief system, which makes it far easier for us to judge that person over there. I'm doing it right. They're never going to get a job with tattoos like that. How do they ever expect to be taken seriously with their hair green? Who would take pictures like that and expect anyone to give them money? I wouldn't. You're revealing your limited belief system, your subconscious programming. That's what you're doing. And that gives you a look at the box that you have contained yourself in. So if you are struggling because you want to show up fully expressed, you want to live a life that's fully yours, that's fully aligned. You want to contribute to the world in the way that only you can. You want to make these things that seem and feel impossible to you a reality. Look at where you're judging others. It might reveal very specifically how you want to show up in the world, or it might reveal your limiting belief system. Look at why you think you have the right to judge that person what you think you're doing right and well and acceptably. I don't think that's a word, but acceptably, whatever. That reveals to you how you've boxed yourself in. And if you believe that there is a right and a wrong way to be beyond your value system of it's wrong to harm people, to steal from people, to whatever else, if you believe there's a right and wrong way to be in terms of how you show up, how you engage with life, how you live, how you look, how do you think that you are successful? And what does that reveal about where you've limited yourself? And can you give yourself the space to explore different ways of showing up and expressing yourself? If you could tap into the future you who is living the life that you're here to live, the you that you know yourself to be, you might find that their hair is different. What they wear is different. How they move is different. How they speak is different. How their life looks is different. They might have more tattoos. They might have none. What have you done this far in your life to conform 
to what's safe, secure, and acceptable. And if you weren't conforming to that anymore, if you could imagine a world where it's safe to be who you're here to be, to show up fully expressed, to create all the things that you desire, what would be different? Start to explore that. And don't beat yourself up for judging other people. It's human nature. It's how our brain works. It's how we make sense of life in the world. All of this comes from a very deep and old subconscious programming worldview, the operating system for who we are and how we show up, how the world works. Use it as a chance to reveal more of your own limitations, where you're not allowing yourself to show up fully expressed, either the same as the person you're judging or in a completely different way. What does it reveal to you? Another piece of this conversation today is envy. When we feel envious of other people, that is such a revealing moment for us. And we can sometimes find that envy by looking at our judgments. We can find, again, that I don't actually disagree with how they're living or what they're doing or how they look or how they speak or whatever it might be. I envy them because I can't do that. I haven't allowed myself to do that. I am not in environments where that is welcome. I have gone down that path rather than this one that I really want to be on. Notice where you feel envious of other people, envious of the person who works part-time and is home with their kids the rest of the time, envious of the person who travels the world, who never seems to be stuck inside and is always climbing mountains. And maybe they're doing so at a weight that you wouldn't think is socially acceptable. They're out there dressed how they want, looking how they look, living life how they want. Envy. What does envy reveal to you? Are you envious of your friends to the point that you feel angry at them? Or that stranger on the internet or that person in real life or that coworker or your boss or whoever it might be? Envy tells us where somebody has something that we desire. Sometimes we are just judging, which shows us where our limiting beliefs are, where we're boxing ourselves and others in. And other times we have that judgment, but there is envy. I judge them because I am envious of them. I am envious of the person that I met at the event who always seems to be making great money, who has the most wonderful team in their business, who's buying another home or traveling to this other place or talking about another sold out retreat. Sometimes this envy shows up as anger. Oh God, they're so gross to brag about that. I really hate it when people are always talking about money. Do you or are you envious of what it is that they're sharing? Maybe that is a value for you. You don't think people should talk about money. Is that limiting your own self-expression? Are you envious of what it is that they're sharing? Envy is such a great resource and tool for us. Jealousy can be as well, but jealousy is more the fear that something is going to be taken from us. We're jealous that someone has something and that will pull them away from us. We're jealous of the coworker that our partner is now working with and that they might take our partner away from us, that we might lose something, whereas envy reveals a desire. I want what they have. I want that life. I'm not actually annoyed that they're sharing about their financial successes. I want that for myself. I'm not actually irritated that they're a bad parent for always 
talking about their kids' successes online. I envy that they have the kids, that they have that family unit. And an important piece with this, if your envy is coming from social media, from someone's online persona and appearance and things that they share, you have to remember it's not the full picture. Social media is a highlight reel. So we might be building up envy and judgment when we don't know the full story. We don't know the full picture. And there is something that we are seeing that is activating something inside of us. I want that. I am envious of that. I want my life to feel that way. I want my relationship to feel that way. I want my my kids and I to get along in that way. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to make that kind of money and feel joyful about it. So it's not that everything that we see, which is presented to us on social media, through videos, through media, what people share with us at parties, but really they go home in their life and relationship looks different. We have to be able to remember not to compare ourselves, our reality, our whole reality and experience to someone else's presentation and highlight reel. And we do the same. We go out into certain situations where we're not close with people. We're not going to talk about our marriage problems. We're going to talk about how good things are going at work, how wonderful we think our partner is and how our kids are doing amazing. We all do this because there are certain levels of relationship. There are certain levels of intimacy and disclosure. So whether it's in conversation or it's on social media, we have to remember that we're only seeing glimpses of other people's lives. And is there envy there? Is that envy telling us something about ourselves and our life and our work and our relationships that we should listen to? that we should make time and space for, that we should allow ourselves to feel that envy, that frustration, that anger, that jealousy. Why am I angry at this person for having success when I say that I want success because I envy it? What about it do I envy? Do I envy the ease, the joy, the way that they're doing it, the fact that they have an amazing team, that they're in this industry and not the one that I'm in, that they did everything, against the rules the wrong way and still look at them making more money than me. Look at this person who isn't obsessing over their looks and their weight and what car they drive or the clothes that they have and they have this really loving, amazing partnership, but I feel like I have to be perfect. I'm starving myself every day to have the perfect figure to I'm working my butt off just to have the right shoes and the right car so that people will look at me and think of me a certain way. And this person isn't having to do that. And they have the things that I want. What does envy tell you? What does it reveal to you about your desires? And why do you feel that it's possible for them and not for you? We have to look at that. They're not lucky. They're not special. Sometimes, yes, they are more privileged. Their circumstances are different. They have access to more resources and support. They have more leverage. It's not that they're better than you, that they're more worthy than you, that they're more perfect than you, that they're funnier than you. Notice the core wound stories that come up. They have all that because they're beautiful, because they're lucky and life is always out to get me and things never go my way. What's the story that you tell about that? That reveals a core wound, a trauma, a belief that isn't serving you and creating what it is that you want. 
yes, there are systemic things at play. There are certain circumstances. Some people have generational wealth. They have financial support. Those create very different playing fields towards creating what it is that we want. Separate that from the stories that you tell about them versus you, about yourself. Anywhere you have a story, that's something that can be healed and cleared, something that can be repatterned on a subconscious level so that that is not limiting you, is not coming into play as a factor that keeps you from having what you want. In addition to not having the access to the same resources, the same privilege, not having the same circumstances or support. All of this internal stuff can be worked on, can be cleared, can be moved through so that we have more leverage to deal with the things that are systemic, that are circumstantial, that are real tangible obstacles and blocks for us. Notice the envy. Notice the stories that you tell about yourself. What does that reveal about your core wounding, about your past traumas, about your perception of self and others, about what you believe to be true in the world, that only people who have certain things or have a certain level of confidence or have the right shoes and car and whatever else can access these things. Is that true? Is it easier for them if they have certain resources and privilege? Absolutely. What about the rest? Is it really about how they look? To a degree in our systems. But what are you saying about yourself that's actually keeping you small, keeping you from trying, beating yourself up before you even take a step towards what it is that you want? What work can you do to heal that, to clear that, to repattern on a deeper level so that you can step into a way of being that allows you to align with what it is that you want? So judgment and envy. Judgment reveals where we are limiting ourselves and our fullest expression. What do your judgments of others tell you? Remembering that that doesn't mean we have to like them as a person, that we have to engage with their body of work, that we have to resonate with their sound or the way that they speak. Where are you judging them? And what does that say about you and where you think that you are showing up correctly, the way that you should, right, better? How is that limiting your fullest expression? And envy. Who are you envious of? What are you envious of and why? What does that reveal to you about what you really desire? What does it also reveal to you about the stories that you tell? We'll link to a copy of my book, What Really Happened, How to Break Free from Interpretations. gives you more leverage to move differently to create different outcomes. When you're not interpreting and assigning meaning to everything, telling stories about yourself and other people and the world, grab a copy of that. There's a print book. There's an ebook version. You don't have to be limited by these things. There is already enough in the world that is stacked against many people. Those are real tangible obstacles to navigate through. You don't also need the stories, the judgments, the limiting belief, the subconscious strategies that actually don't serve you. What is revealed through looking at what you judge, who you judge, and why. What you're envious of, why you're envious, and the stories that that prompts for you. This will give you more leverage to create what it is that you desire. I'll be back soon in another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. 
That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.